Hi, I'm Heather, and you're listening to the Holy Hotness Podcast, where we're just striving for holiness even with the world and life being a massive hot mess. I'm really excited that you're here, so let's chat. Hey, girls. Girls. Girls, can you guys go play outside or go play in your room? Ladies. Hello. Girls, can you please go play in your room? Thanks. If this isn't real life, (laughs) I don't know what is. I'm trying to be more obedient to God lately in homemaking and homeschooling and everything. And I know God put this podcast on my plate because he wanted me to do it. And I just haven't been making time for it. So here's me making time, but also there's might be noise in the background. I'm going to try to get ahead on episodes and then just tell myself like every Tuesday or something is when I record and I'll post them every Friday or something. But You know, it's a one woman show and, uh, it's not super complicated. Like I'm really tech savvy, but it is time consuming. So that's, they're playing horse or something. I don't know what they're playing right now. Not to mention I have ADHD. So it's hard for me to not want to go like balls to the wall about something or want it to be perfect and have this perfect website and sponsors and like all these things and do it up big because like, that's not really what this podcast is called to be. Um, I know very much like God is, if this gets one listen, then it's the one person who's supposed to hear whatever I'm saying. You know what I mean? Um, or maybe it's just for me for therapy for myself. I don't know. But so because of that, like, This podcast is messy. It's not perfect. There's doors slamming in the background. I'm going to try to edit some of that out, but just like give me some grace because what are you going to do? Okay. So today I'm, I'm going to talk about something that I've been saying in person to people for a while. Um, And it's really something I needed to hear. So it's been a while since I've updated this podcast and I had all these episodes rolled out. They went out like in November. It was great. It was wonderful. Why are they slamming doors? I don't know. But you know, all these podcasts go out, bam, 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 every Friday for like five or six weeks. And then nothing like Advent hit. And I just felt, I feel very much depression in, um, December, January, February. Maybe it's vitamin D, maybe it's whatever. For the first time in years and years, my depression wasn't that bad this year. I was almost anticipating it. I had realized my depression, like, oh, I'm getting this abdominal pain around every December. I'm going to the ER around every December. I feel like I'm having a mental breakdown around every December into January, you know, and it's happening every year. So I was almost like anticipating it. I made sure I was taking vitamins, vitamin D, made sure I was getting my workouts in really trying to like minimize all the extra crap in life and focus on what I'm supposed to be focusing on. Like my number one focus in life should be 
holiness and getting to heaven. Okay, I'm just going to stop breaking every time somebody makes a little noise and we'll just deal with it. I'm talking as close to the microphone as I can, but I'm just sitting in the office, which means my children are just running around like crazy. We're dealing with it. If somebody comes to talk to me, I'll stop. But for right now, I'm just as close to the microphone as I can be. That way, hopefully the mic picks up on this noise and not other noise. As somebody walks through with like some sort of contraption that looks like an arrow or a dagger. It's not sharp. It's made out of like construction poles. I don't know what they're doing. (laughs) Okay. So anyways, the depression hits and I just start minimizing everything. I'm like, what is not necessary in our lives? Cut this out, cut this out, cut this out, you know, because I tend to with the ADHD and my therapist had suggested to me that when I, when life seems to calm down, I seek out chaos. This is coming around to the topic of today. So I seek out chaos and this seeking out of chaos. So they, I I tend to seek out this chaos. Like I, like I'm so addicted to chaos that when life calms down, it doesn't feel normal. So instead I force myself to live in a fight or flight scenario all the time. Also, my ability to stay on track, like in a one-on-one conversation with a human, is absolutely almost impossible, especially with children interrupting me. So the fact that I'm trying to record a podcast right now with everybody like being noisy and trying to get their rain boots and everything on, like I feel kind of like an idiot, but I also feel called to like sit down right now and say this. Okay, so my body seeks out... My brain seeks out this chaos, almost like I'm addicted to the high of the craziness. And, you know, we like to joke and say, oh, I do my best work under pressure and everything. But in reality, like, that's not a way to live. So because of this fight or flight, I get like, ah, and then I freak out. So all of this to bring back to the fact (laughs) that um, I have trouble just sitting and just being. I feel like I'm constantly seeking out the news. I'm seeking out, and all of it is just negative bombardment to my brain. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about news um, and events in the state of the world over the past two years now um, and how it's been nonstop. And, you know, it really doesn't matter what side of the coin you are with um, the boogie bug that had been going around or what side of the coin you are for whether you like our president or not, or whether you're, you know, doing well financially or not, like based on inflation or whatever it is, it does, that none of that matters. The fact is the news, the 24 hour news cycle exists to, as a constant, they constantly want to get you, you know, like they constantly want to get that stuff that spike for you to be like, Oh, I want to know what's happening in the news. And I felt this a lot with, um, when everything with the virus started, um, popping out March, 2020, April, 2020, you know, it was so scary and we didn't know what was happening and we didn't know if the whole world was going to end. And I was like obsessively refreshing the death count, you know, like the world meter or whatever, obsessively watching the news. Like, my keeping up to date on every single 
gotcha from the news was going to change anything. You know, like we were all locked down. It wasn't like I was leaving my house based on the news or not, you know? And then I kind of was like, okay, I need to give up social media. I need to give up all this scary stuff. I need to stop with the news. And I basically just relied on like, okay, my husband's going to tell me something if I need to know. Like, I don't have a job or obviously I have a vocation and stuff, but like, I don't have a job where I leave the house. So I'll just, I mean, I just stay home and I just do us, you know? So I felt some, some peace. And then, um, Afghanistan, all of that happened. And, you know, we're a military family. My husband served over there. Um, and the withdrawal from Afghanistan really screwed him up. You know, the 13 guys, 13 people that passed away in Kabul, um, that were Americans like that really (laughs) screwed me and him up. Um, and I was constantly refreshing. Did anybody else die? Constantly refreshing what's happening in Afghanistan, constantly refreshing, you know, and I'm bombarding my mind with images of bombs going off in Kabul and all these things. And I just finally had to be like, okay, at what point am I called to be aware of everything that is going on in the world at the exact same time? And I just kind of was like, I, you know, we're not, we're not called to that. And so I kind of stepped away. I stopped, you know, like saturating myself with this constant bombardment of media. But when you're on social media, people feel like if you're not saying something about an issue or a news bite or whatever, then it's not important to you. And so in order to feel important or to feel like you care, really, it's more to feel like you care. In order to feel like you care, you need to be sharing and saying something about it. And I just, I just don't think that that's true. You know, I think we can sit back and say like, you know what? I don't know enough about this, or this is really mentally and emotionally harmful to me. And I have to guard my own heart in that way. It is tragedy what is happening in the world. And as of right now, I'm specifically speaking about Ukraine. Um, you know, my husband's in the military. He flies a long range bomber, uh, Russian deterrence, Chinese deterrence, nuclear, you know, all those things. That's his wheelhouse. I don't, I don't know anything about that stuff. It takes me years and years to figure out what my husband does. And then he changes the job. And so I'm like, I have no clue what this man does. But it got to a point a couple weeks ago with all the Ukraine stuff, you know, I'm obsessively watching, I'm watching, um, on Instagram, real news, no BS. I, you know, I'm, I'm resubscribing to news outlets and things like that. And I'm constantly seeing, you know, video of bombs being blown up or, you know, buildings being blown up and shelling and, and people hunkering down in subways and things like this. And my empathetic female heart was just aching. You know, I saw a mom carrying a child and I am, I can't sleep. You know, I'm I'm thinking about what if that's my kid? What if, what if that happens here? You know, then my husband came up to me one day and I'm just scrolling on my phone, doing whatever. And he came up and he said, I want to see your phone. You know, we have a very open relationship. I'm not ever doing anything on my phone. He's not going to approve of, you know, I'm not doing anything sinful. I'm not doing, well, I mean, I guess like overindulging in social media could be sinful, but you know what I mean? I'm not doing anything that I'm like secretive. Don't want my husband to know. But I was like, okay, here you go. Why? He looks up my search history on my phone and it's quite literally, what is the blast radius from a nuclear bomb that like you'll die immediately or you'll survive? How do nuclear bombs work? Looking into Chernobyl which was not a nuclear bomb, it was just a nuclear incident. But looking into 
uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima. I mean, like all these things. And he's like, why are you doing that? He was like, if a nuclear bomb goes off, whether you know about it or not, will change nothing. So he basically was just like, you need to a little bit rest in the fact. He didn't say it this way, but this is how I interpreted it from God. You need to rest in the fact that I'm the man and I'm the biblical head of this household. And if I tell you that you need to put the news up, it needs to go up. I'll let you know what you need to know, basically, is what he told me. Um, And he's right. He knows more. He's getting briefings on these things. And he knows about this news, We, you know, days, hours, weeks before it's going to hit the news cycle. But he doesn't ever tell me any of that stuff because he's not allowed to. But also, it's like, if there was something to be concerned about, he would let me know. I remember January 2020. He came home one day. He couldn't tell me why, but he said, hey. I need you to pay attention to the news in China. Y'all, my my dog just came in the house and he is covered in mud. Yes. Oh, nice dancing. I like it. So he comes home and he just says, I need you to pay attention to the news coming out of China. So I started paying attention. Sure enough, you were right. There was a craziness coming out of China and the whole world's still dealing with it two years later. So it was just really, it really convicted me when he said that. And so I was like, I'm going to give up social media for Lent. And it was hard because saying this out loud makes me feel so pitiful. I feel like I've made legitimate friends on Instagram and that's silly. But it's also giving it up for Lent has opened my eyes to the fact that we think we're keeping up with people when we're really not. So just because you're following your own sister or your cousin or your best friend from college on Instagram and you're seeing them post about their kids and whatever and that they're they're moving or somebody got a new job does not mean that you're actually keeping up with them. Like when's the last time you called them, texted them, you know, whatever, any other ways that you can directly communicate with somebody, you know? If you live close, had them over to your house, things like that. And I think it's this farce that makes you feel like you're actually keeping up with people when you're not. And so that kind of made me realize that, okay, so I've made these legitimate friendships through Instagram, but am I also keeping up with my in-person legitimate friendships? My mother, is that water? One moment. I don't, there was water somewhere on in my house, like a faucet running. I don't know what it is. Um. I've got three kids playing outside in the mud. We had torrential downpours. Like, I think we're supposed to get like between four and six inches within 12 hours today. The bayou behind our house is completely flooded. It's not flooded up into my yard yet. So we're good. So the kids have rain boots on and they're just sloshing around and the dog loves mud. So he's like bathing in it. But I'm like, I'm feeling ranty. I guess it's not a rant. So I'm feeling like I need to plug this in and put this podcast on. Anyways. So all of this to say that I wasn't keeping up with my in-person or my actual legitimate long-term relationships because I thought I was keeping up with them because I'm just following their life on social media. And so that was kind of a rude awakening, but also the fact that I'm bombarding myself with all this Ukraine stuff, nuclear things, Russia, whatever, feeling like the more information I gain, somehow I can make a difference. So I'm bombarding myself with all of this information on Ukraine. Like it's going to make any difference. And it was like sending me into a spiral. Like I wasn't doing stuff in my everyday life. I'm basically addicted to social media. I'm having trouble not constantly bombarding myself. 
<sighs> Why am I doing this while the kids are awake? Okay. So I'm bombarding myself with all this information. It's causing me to live in this fight or flight. I'm not <laughs> doing anything in my life like I'm supposed to be. I mean, like homeschooling is not really happening. I mean, it was happening, but you know, it's like February. Februarys are the Februarys when you homeschool. And I just giving up social media gave me so much peace with that. And so I listened to a podcast by a woman named Jamie Balnet. Jamie Balmay. She has the Finding Joy in Your Home podcast. It used to be called the Homemaking Foundations podcast. Honestly, it was a really big part of my walk, like to deepen my relationship with Christ, like in everyday life. And even though she's Protestant, I don't think that we we should discard people just because their faith um, differs, especially other Christians. We are all broken people just trying to find a relationship with Christ, I hope, you know, and she has just some wonderful gems. And she kind of touched on the fact that we're not called to be up to date on every happening in the world at every moment at every time. So we live in this world with this 24 hour news cycle. And the 24 hour news cycle started with that kid in the well, right? Wasn't was it kid in the well, little girl, they put this news on it because people wanted to know you know, is the baby out of the well yet? Is the baby out of the well yet? So they had this 24 hour news cycle. And now we're at this point where they have entire news stations that do nothing but run the news and they have to fill that time. So there are these breaking news things. And it's like, it's not really breaking news. They're just trying to get your attention so that you focus and look up at the TV again. And we have people that I know that just leave the news on 24-7. I mean, you go into any doctor's office, the news is on 24-7. I go to the YMCA and I work out, the entire cardio room is like Fox, CNN, MSNBC, blah, blah, blah. It's all news cycle, 24-7. And at what other time in, is- in history did we know the happenings of every other country, every other conflict, at every other moment in time? Never. I mean, early, even in the late 1910s, they had... A pandemic, Spanish flu. Not only did they have the pandemic. Okay, so 1918, we have this pandemic. Um, Mississippi ratifies um, an amendment to prohibit alcohol. Woodrow Wilson outlines his 14 points for peace after the Great War. Things are just like absolutely going crazy in... Soviet territory. Austria and Germany are having like strikes from the people expressing impatience with their leaders. Herbert Hoover is literally like, we have to go wheatless and meatless for days during times for the war effort. There's a Ukrainian Soviet war. There is a war in Finland, a civil war. A whole bunch of Royal Navy submarines like have collisions with Scottish and a whole bunch of people lose their lives. USSR separates church and state. Great Britain finally grants women age 30 and over the right to vote. U.S. Army troop ship is torpedoed and sunk in Germany, uh, by Germany off the coast of Ireland. Everybody, like all these countries, are adopting the Gregorian calendar instead of the Caesar calendar. That's crazy. That's like shaking up everything. Lithuania declares independence from Russia and Germany. Stands in the Hong Kong Jockey Club collapse and burn and it kills 604 people. 
Like I could go on guys and I'm only from January 1st to March 2nd in 1918. So the point being that we were never meant to know all these things at a time, because if you lived in Northwestern Louisiana, like I do right now, you would know what is in your newspaper because we didn't have social media. We didn't have this age where you can have cell phone videos and everything like going viral. So whatever showed up in your newspaper on your doorstep, if you could even afford that, was what you learned about. And so it was only the biggest of big headlines and the ones that really affected your community. This is not to say that we should be ignorant to everything else in the world, but it is to say that like there's a perspective that needs to shift because if you are not being able to fulfill your duties as a wife, a mom, a husband, a spouse, a child of God, but you're a slave to this technology and this 24 hour news cycle, then like something needs to change. And I feel like we as women, such empathetic women are like, well, if I don't know, then like, I'm not caring. No, it's okay to not know. It's okay to be a little bit ignorant to these things because this war in Ukraine, I have nothing to do with. I wish there was something more than praying that I can do, but praying is all that I can do. And praying is I hate even saying that it's all that you can do because that's not all you can do. Obviously, it's a beautiful, wonderful, the most holy thing that we can do for these people. But the fact that it's saturating our entire lives with this helplessness just doesn't unite us with Christ. We have a fancy restaurant construction happening, so there's a table being taken out of the (laughs) the office right now so that they can have a fancy restaurant. So, bye. So all of this to say is like really pull back and discern, you know, like in my need to feel informed, am I actually being bombarded with this 24 hour news cycle? That's entire purpose is to incite a reaction from you. Honestly, I feel like the evil one wants it to incite a helpless feeling. I'm helpless. I can't do anything. Some people are called to adopt these children coming out of Ukraine. Some people are called to, you know, charter flights or, or do whatever they can do. And I think we should be informed, but I think that the, the constant pulling on our emotions and our heartstrings is saturating our emotions so much that it's debilitating us from doing the things that are right here, right now in front of us that we should be doing for God and for his kingdom. And those things are Y'all, sometimes those things are doing the laundry and washing the dishes and not leaning over the kitchen counter, scrolling on Instagram for 25 minutes and then snapping at your kids because you're quote unquote busy, you know, because they're interrupting you because I'm watching something. Mommy's doing something important when like newsflash was not important. You know, there's a perspective change that needs to happen. And so I kind of want to give everybody, anybody listening, maybe there's one of you. Hey, shout out. To the one person who's listening to this, I don't know, maybe. But maybe there's one of you that needed to hear this. So I want us all to step back. Remember that you can be informed without being bombarded. And so a few ways that I've been staying informed while also giving up social media and not being bombarded, which has been so freeing and so wonderful. And y'all, first few days, not picking up your phone for social media. It's kind of an adjustment, but then you're like, I have all this free time. Oh my gosh. I'm remembering to switch the laundry. Wow. I can listen to a podcast and like actually educate myself on something. 
Maybe I'll even pick up a book. It's amazing. (laughs) Your temperament with your kids is better. Your temperament with your husband is better. The day is productive. And you know what? I go to bed when I'm supposed to. Okay, so in addition to seriously giving up to social media, which is super hard, and it's hard when you feel like you run a business um, in this podcast, which I don't. It's not a business. And also, I suck at it. So (laughs) if it was a business, I'd be doing a terrible job. Because like, when was the last time I posted an episode? three months ago. I don't know. Maybe I should just do like a series of 12 episodes and then take like four months off or something because I just struggle with consistency. But anyways, when you're not so clouded with the rest of the world, you feel like you have clarity and you feel like your emotions are not as crazy and you feel like, I don't know, like I've been more attentive to the voice of God in my life and like just magnifying maybe my own faults, things I need to work on, whatever. But here are that maybe I'll come up with another one. But right now I got two things that are really, really helping me to stay informed. Three things. I'm going to say three things. Three things that are helping me to stay informed without bombarding my emotions and my helplessness and all these things. So the first thing is my chair squeaking, pardon me. So the first thing is really just submitting to my husband's authority. And I know no woman wants to hear that. It's such a difficult, hard thing to hear, but it's true. I am such an emotional, um, empathetic person that, and my husband is not. He can go to work and he can hear the things he hears and see the things he sees and deal with people, um, really struggling and, uh, the conflicts of the world and things like that. And he can come home with a smile on his face and say, Hey babe, what's for dinner? Whereas like he walks home and I've watched a video about something in Ukraine and I'm like a wreck for three days. He like wants to snuggle on the couch and I'm like, I can't, I saw a mother holding her child in Ukraine amongst rubble and I'm, I'm done for three days, you know? So really submitting to the fact that I told him, I just need to put my trust in you that if I need to know something, you'll tell me, you know? And so he comes in from work. I say, Hey, how's work? Is there anything in the news I need to know? He's like, same old crap. You know? (laughs) So that, um, number two is I found smarter news on Instagram. And this woman's name is Jenna Lee. And I said on Instagram, this is before I gave up Instagram for Lent. So I follow her on YouTube, which I don't count as social media because I don't use it as social media. I use it as noise in the background when I'm folding laundry and stuff. So I use it more like a podcast. She also has a a podcast. And so it's called Smarter News. It's Smart Her. Smarter News, I guess. Smarter News. By Jenna Lee, she used to be a Fox News correspondent. And she makes it her mission to make news clear, concise, non-biased, and not cluttered. She's like, here are the facts. This is why it's important. And here's some information to get you through the next week of news cycle. You know, obviously news changes a lot, but she does not want to be a 24 hour news cycle. She's like, look, this is what's happening in Ukraine. This is the stuff that's going on. This is why it's important. This is why the relationship with Russia is important. And she goes through those things. It's not a gotcha. It's not trying to incite some sort of empathetic response and and get you all. It's You can listen to this and not freak out. So listening to her has made me feel informed without overwhelm. And I love that. And the third thing I've done 
is I have subscribed to Catholic Vote. Um, oh, well, it's called The Loop. And it's a daily email you get on Monday through Saturday. And it tells you basically the news points from a Catholic perspective over the past 24 hours. So I wake up every morning. I have my coffee. That's a whole nother episode because my Lenten give up was not only social media, but also sleep. <laughs> not in the sake that I'm not sleeping, but in the sense that I'm getting up at five o'clock every morning and either going to adoration or going to work out. And it's been beautiful because I don't open up the loop and look at um, what the loop email is saying until after I've either gone to adoration or gone to CrossFit and I pray on the way to CrossFit on the way back in the car. So it's been wonderful because I'm getting points and I'm getting it from a Catholic perspective, not from the secular perspective, but I'm not overwhelming myself. I'm informed enough that if I'm interested, I can kind of dive a little bit deeper into it, but I'm not trying, it's not trying to elicit this like crazy emotional response for me. I'm getting my news. I'm informed. I can have conversations with humans in my daily life about what's happening in the world because I'm informed. I'm not completely ignorant, but I'm not overwhelmed. Um, my senses aren't overwhelmed. My emotions aren't overwhelmed. So I'm going to put a link to the loop. I think if you join the loop email list under my link, after like 10 people join, I get a free mug, <laughs> which would be cool. I don't even drink hot coffee, <laughs> but so that's your disclaimer. I'm not like making any money off of this. Um, none of it's sponsored in any way, but you know, that's just, those are three ways that I've really been just trying to listen to God's voice in the world. And instead of the noise, because you guys, the devil is hard at work right now. Like if you're not aware of what spiritual warfare is, if you're not aware of the spiritual realm, you're missing out on what the majority of these battles are. Um, you know, the, the boogie bug that went around for the past two years, politics, um, Russia, Ukraine, Afghanistan, everything. Demons were cast. They were angels that were cast out of heaven and guys, they weren't cast out of heaven to hell. They were cast here. And once you start to realize and look at things from an eternal perspective, Jesus has won the war, but the demons are trying to still win the battle of our souls. And the way they do it is through this media. They take everything, everything that's good, community and, and caring for each other, our emotions. Those are all good God-given things, but they're warped and twisted by the will of these demons that want us to feel hopeless want us to feel ignorant, want us to feel like the dishes and the things we're doing are not important. They, they want to negate all of these beautiful mundane things and make us obsessed with these apps and constantly keeping up like it has anything to do with the state of the world, if we can keep up to date on death tolls and whatever it is. So, I mean, I don't know if anybody else is feeling like I was, but I just kind of needed, when I listened to that podcast, I really, I, and I'll link to it from Finding Joy Near Home, um, but I just really needed the permission that hearing what she said gave me to say like, you know what, it really isn't healthy for me to be so up to date on all of this stuff. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up because I have to, I have a date at a fancy restaurant in the twins' bedroom, <laughs> so I'm going to wrap it up, but all of that to say you know, really sit back and discern, like we're meant to carry the burdens and the crosses of the people in our community. 
um, and the people in our family, and they may be distant to us, but we're not necessarily meant to carry the burdens of everything happening in the world at the exact same time. You know what I mean? Like all the time. We just can't handle that. That's why God gave us physical community to be in. And I think social media is really making us feel like we have a community and it's making us lose sight of the physical community. You know, if your neighbor is sick, like go minister to that neighbor. But Ukraine is something that's not on a lot of our communities. And I, I don't mean that to be insensitive. It's obviously a massive tragedy and I pray and hope that God intervenes and it's resolved, but it's just important to remember that how often are we trying to be consumed in the world and forgetting about being consumed in our communities that need us, that genuinely need us. The tragedy of a friend who's lost a husband or, you know, a friend who's moving or who just moved and doesn't have family close by or something like that. You know what I mean? Like we're losing the perspective of like the people we're called to love and minister to. We're called to love everybody, but it is absolutely impossible to love the entire world all at once. You know what I mean? It's impossible for us. We're, we're not capable of that. The only one who is capable of that is God. And we're just pushing him right out of the picture, thinking we can be involved and controlled over everything. So if you have anything you'd like to have me chat about or um, somebody you want me to talk to, Email me at holyhotmessmom at gmail.com or find me on social media. Um, I do have my at Heather Yar with an underscore. That's my personal Instagram. And I have that hooked up to like Facebook business so I can check the DMs without actually getting on Instagram. So if you have, if you want to shoot me something there, holyhotmessmom at gmail.com. There's also a Google voice number that I'll put in the um, show notes. Not even sure if that works anymore because I don't think anybody's ever called it. School, whatever. Whoever is supposed to hear this will hear this. That's what God's saying to me. So I just keep repeating it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if there's somebody you want me to interview, somebody, something that's really pressing on your heart, you want advice or whatever. I mean, even if it's something I struggle with or I haven't struggled with or something I've never even looked into, I would love to look into something for you and um, pray about it and maybe give you some hope and joy and peace and love even when the world's a hot mess. This episode is over, but you can head over to holyhotmess.net and get any of the links or show notes for anything we talked about today. You can also head over to Instagram and find me at Heather Yar. That's Y-A-R-R underscore. So we can chat and be friends. 